Okay, big announcement. Guys, uh, um, in the next couple episodes, I will be hosting my first ever guest on the Steve cast. Uh, I will be hosting this podcast with uh, Lakshman Dramindram, or Dramindran, I don't know. Uh, he's my fellow Instagram follower and long-time friend on KTM on KTMB. We've been friends for almost a year now, I think. I don't know when we when I first met him. Uh, I think it was in the middle of the year, I think, in September or October. I don't know when, but it certainly wasn't October. Okay, it. Uh, I think I met him around June, maybe. So I just don't know, but he will. He was my longtime friend. He's good. He's a good friend, lives in Bukit Matajam, um, yeah. So, he will be on my podcast on the 30th of January this month, so stay tuned for that podcast. Uh, that will be the special interview with Lakshman Dramindram. He has a YouTube channel also dedicated to KTMB filming at Bukit Matajam. Uh, not at the station, but some along, somewhere along the way. Uh, I will be interviewing him along, we will be discussing topics like KTMB, his YouTube channel, and other stuff. So, I don't know what I'm gonna talk about this pod- this podcast. I don't want to make this podcast just announce it, but something else, okay? <sighs> or something else, but I just don't know what. Okay, so, yeah, I don't know, but I can, get, I can tell you guys one thing, alright, on my podcast, and how, if you guys don't follow my Instagram, LRJ underscore KTMB... F- Whoa, okay. If you guys can hear that screeching noise, uh, that's uh, fireworks. That's actually fireworks, to be honest. I don't know why they're putting it on that this time, so... Oh! There we go, there we go! There we go, that's the boom I was looking for. They're putting out the fireworks, I literally thought it was something. I literally thought, I froze there and until I heard the sparkler things. I was like, okay, that's some fireworks, because, yeah, I've never heard fireworks that loud and pitch before. So, if you guys want to, I don't know, I'll talk about something, uh, I don't know, my favorite YouTubers, maybe? I'll talk about my favorite YouTubers, but, uh, I'll talk about something, but, so, if you guys want to ask me if I have an interest in, like, trains in this uh, nation, of course I do. Uh, trains in other countries, I can only tell you one, which is in, uh, Britain. Which I already talked about in the lid and the other podcast, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then I just love British trains because they got shut up. Not you guys. The uh, fucking fireworks. Shut up. I'm trying to record a podcast here. Good lord. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, British trains. British trains are like the best. Fucking. I love them because they're like. Mostly, they have diverse rolling stock, right? They got high-speed trains, they got commuter trains, they got various types of commuter trains because they have like a large uh, commuter network, right? My favorite trains are the class 377, uh, um, 377, the class 707, well not the 707, the 701, the class, not the class 701, good lord. Well, I kind of like the class 701, so, yeah, they actually have what's called family, train family, so, a family will typically comprise of a, uh, hold on, can you guys give me a second, please, hold on.
So a trained family will typically consist uh, um, a group of classes with the same name. So uh, let's say I don't think the class seven or seven counts as one. I don't think the class seven hundred series counts, but oh well. So I'll break. I'll give you guys an example. Uh, the class three seven. The class three seven five, three seven six, three seven seven, three seven eight, and three seven nine are all a family of trains. Or and then those families are further divided down into subclasses. So what I mean by subclasses, so subclass is basically something that has a dash on it. So uh, three seven seven dash eight, three seven seven dash nine. That's or slash. All right. I mean, they mostly press slash there. So it's basic. That's basically what a train family is. So yeah, my favorite family is the Aventura, the class 7, uh, 720s, class 345s, Aventures, even though the, the class 345 doesn't carry the same name, the, the same type of numbering system as the se class 720s, but they're, they're, they're just the same family with a different type, because the class 345s are a part of Crossrail, uh, which will be opening in... Uh, um, around this year, in the in the early parts of this year, maybe let's hope they do. Uh, it's been delayed for a f a l like five years already. It's been scheduled for opening on 2016, but has been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And now they're finally ready for operation. And don't know when they're gonna operate, but I will be excited to see a class D45 trains finally in operation. So that so that the class D45 were specifically designed. For the Crossrail service, Class 720 is operated by Greater Anglia on services to Norwich, uh, to basically uh, destinations in East Anglia, uh, which is in the east of England. I don't know. Came. Uh, I know a lot of train operators, uh, uh, Greater Anglia, Great Western Railway, London Northeastern Railway, LNER, and GWR, Transpennine Express, um, uh, how should I say this? Uh, London Northwestern and uh, Avanti West Coast. Yeah. So let me break it down. So and Southwest trains, Rip Southwest trains, Southwest. No, that was Rip Southwest Railways and Southwest trains. Yeah, and Southern. So Southern, they are they primarily operate services into the south of England, which are basically into Brighton, uh, Brighton, Southampton, mostly to. Just basically destinations in the south of England. Southwest Trains also does the same thing, they, but they don't operate to like most of the southern services that uh, southern that southern operates to. So yeah, that's basically it. But for um, southern, they operate mostly out of London Victoria, London Bridge. That's it. Southeastern, they operate uh, commuter and high speed. They operate out of London St Pancras International for the high speed services. The commuter services they operate from London Bridge all the way to uh, all the places around Kent and uh, around Faversham, Kent, basically at the Channel Tunnel around cha around the Channel Tunnel. That's where they primarily operate. So there used to be this net. So if you don't know, right now I'm talking about the modern British Railways. I'm now gonna now I'm gonna talk about the previous like 1990s pre British Railways, like the company British Railways alright or British Rail before privati privatization so they're always like um, four major subsections of British Rail so the subsections are 
you see, I can forget shit. Okay, I forget shit so quickly. I don't know. So if you guys are having trouble hearing me, or you need to turn up your volume. Sorry for the buzz. That's my phone again. So if you if you guys um can't really hear me, that's I apologize for my because my headset is like really crappy. I don't know when my uh, other headset mic will be good, but I'll do a review on that on my YouTube. Stay tuned. Uh, go to my YouTube LRJ KTMB filming, which is on my Instagram page. Go follow. And if you want, you can DM me there on podcast. If you want to join my podcast, and if you want to join my podcast on Facebook, uh, that is also welcomed. Uh, you can go to. Oh dear, I forgot my Facebook. Who cares? I use Instagram anyway. So Facebook, I just I just don't use Facebook anymore. I just use Instagram. So yeah, uh, Instagram, yeah. And then so, as I was saying. The four sections of British Rail were Network Southeast, which basically operates services into the southeastern and southern part of England, uh, um, Intercity, which operates services from London, Euston, King's Cross, St Pancras, all the way to Glasgow and L- Edinburgh in London, and Edinburgh and Scotland. All right, Glasgow and Edinburgh and Scotland to. Uh, London, Euston, and Kings Cross St Pancras in, uh, and Paddington in, in London, and vice versa. Uh, regional railways, which operates uh, op- operations with like rural railways. They basically operate rural services, which don't get a lot of tr- mainline traffic, but they just use like single car stuff. Mo- some some of them are mostly in Wales. Some of them are mostly in the Scotland, Scottish, Scotland. Most of them are basically in Scotland, but yeah. But so, I'll talk about the London terminuses, alright? London terminuses are nice. So, uh, I'll break it down by operator. They actually stop there by operator. Not all services go there, which would be congestive, which is common sense. Uh, unlike KL Central, okay, if you're a Malaysian listening to this, KL Central, that's that's just host two ETS platforms and a ton of KTM commuter with RT, uh, MRT, that's all of that. All of that shit. And then uh, for... Uh, UK, they got uh, London. They got London Paddington for Great Western Railway or GWR services. So fun fact: the Great. So they actually, after British Rail's privatization, they actually took the. I don't know what, but they actually used names before British Rail took over. So Great Western Railway was a real company. London and North Eastern was a real company, but now they it's painted a more modern uh, style, modern look. So GWR takes up London Paddington, LNER takes up uh, Kings Cross St Pancras, while um, other services like um, London Midland, uh, no, nah, no, nah, I think London Midland's been taken over by London Northwestern. So London Northwestern, uh, London Northwestern, London, London Overground, uh, Great Northern, and Avanti West Coast use London Euston. So. So in Houston you have a mix of like commuter and like high speed. So in uh, London Houston is most and Avanti West Coast is mostly the high speed. So uh, and then let's move on to Great Northern. So Great Northern, they're actually part of the Govia Thameslink family. That's not a railway company. That's just a company company. So they they also they own. Uh, they actually own Southern. Uh, what what else? Uh, Great Northern and I think that's all I know really Great Northern and that's it so Great Northern they operate services out of uh, 
I think King's Cross. I don't know if they operate services out of King's Cross, but if they do, I don't know. So they mostly operate on the Peterborough, on the on uh on the on the Peterborough route up to Peterborough with uh with like fast trains. Most the Thameslink. They also own Thameslink. It's a company. Yes, uh, Thameslink, which basically it runs from it runs down south into England into Kent. I don't know, like southeastern, but not as much like southeastern. And so yeah, after that, and then they will move, and then they go through the main area of London, mainly Black Blackfriars, City Thameslink, uh, uh, Euston, and all those. Okay. Houston, Farringdon, yeah, mostly, uh, I haven't even gone and talked about the underground yet, but, yeah. So, yeah, Govia, Thameslink, they operate services, they operate Southern, Great Northern, and Thameslink, that's all I know. And then, you have Avanti West Coast, which took over from Virgin, uh, who, excuse me, who was the operator on... The I think it was the East Coast mainline. Yeah, on the East Coast mainline, or on the West Coast mainline. I don't know either way. Uh, yeah, so they always operate on that route until 2017 or 2019. Then they got taken over by Avanti West Coast. How? So they used to always operate Pendolino sets and Class 222 Voyagers, and then uh, you got um, Cross Country, which is basically a train company that operates service long distance services right from either Lon from either Edinburgh to Penzance in the, from the north to the south or either from in Wales and Scotland yeah all those so yeah and but fun fact about Great Northern when they when they used to operate on the on the northern city line between uh, the northern city line on uh, between uh, it's not King's Cross basically, it's uh, I don't know, they used to operate, so they now, they still operate this service, sorry for the confusion, but they still operate this, uh, this line, it's called the Northern City Line, which runs from, I don't know what station it is, I forgot, because I'm a dumbass, I am so mad about myself, uh, yeah, uh, they operate from, London, not London. Oh god, I need to go find this shit. Uh, it, there, I need to find it. Yeah, so they run from Finsbury Park to Moorgate, uh, between those two stations, Finsbury Park and Moorgate. So, yeah, so at, like, uh, hold on, I need to go do this again. So, Drayton Park, yes. So, uh, before, so at Drayton Park, they switch from overhead to third rail. And so the trains they used to use was the class 313, which was the, at the time, the, if you exclude the Isle of Wight sets, the oldest main line British trains operating on British, on British rails. That was the oldest one and they went in like last year. They went last year. So yeah, they were old, they were cronky, and they were just old. 
So they ordered the new class 70. I don't know what 701, 707. Uh, I need to do this again. <sighs> Okay. Um. Uh, seven one seven. Yes, class. It's operated by class seven one seven units, which are part of the uh, Govia Templink service, which are formed of the class seven hundred, seven zero one, seven zero seven, and. 717. The 707s were built for Southwest trains, but some, but they were built too late because Southwest trains was dissolved quite quickly after that, and now they're uh, in Southeastern's hands. Southeastern promises to take super good care of them. Let's hope they do. So yeah, basically you got the 700, 701, 707s, and 717s. This is, I'm counting this by order, right? So the class 700, they operate on the Thameslink route. 701s and 707s, they operate on the. They used to operate on Southwest trains, but now they operate on Southwest, not on Southeastern. 717s are part of the uh, Great Northern services, which operate services out to Peterborough. I don't think the 717s go as far as Peterborough. I don't know. But maybe they do, maybe they don't. Mm, we'll see. I don't know. But uh, yeah. So yeah, and then they got London Northwestern, which operates services all the way up into Manchester and Leeds, down to London Euston. Um, then you got and you have uh, Greater Anglia. Oh, I already talked about Greater Anglia. Um, then you got um, Northern, right? Like a northern northern trains, alright, northern trains. They operate services around the Manchester, Liverpool area. Sometimes they operate up to uh, Edinburgh, uh, mostly operating into in, into Wales and around the Manchester Piccadilly area. Uh, yeah. So if there are any if there are any Man United fans listening to this podcast, uh, yeah, I'm. That's that's good. That's good. All right. That's good news. That's good news, baby. Let's go, Man United. Well, red the Reds will stand forever. Oh, to get purchased, huh? Uh-huh. They better not get purchased. Um, yeah. So let's talk about politics for a second. Uh, American politics. So in America, they can't. They don't have in Malaysia. You got all these like, uh, PKR, Barisan National. Uh, um, all those. No, no, no. They got two main parties. The they call it the Republicans and the Democrats. So I am a Democrat. Okay. The Republicans, they are basically stupid morons who who criticize the Democrats on everything, alright? When clearly, when, when, when they criticize the Democrats all the time for, for Joe, they, they, they will criticize Joe Biden, alright? For anything, alright? So, 
they say they used they once said uh joe biden why aren't you in office they're like oh i'm on vacation for like 91 days but like well trump well trump stayed in office for like his entire term well republicans are you sure about that trump for the first 71 days of his administration 71 days or something i don't know went to play golf and he wasn't even on white house property for most of the time he was in his florida home all right that was he was in his florida home that's how screwed up republicans are they don't freaking read the news like also uh like uh like one time when um biden was coming in like they said uh soldiers brought back from war i think from like the afghanistan war i don't know maybe and then they were hold on to military coffins and hold on to the vents Biden was there saluting, and then the Republicans said that Biden was checking his watch. Okay, because they, they posted a clip of it, he kept checking his watch, and then again. But the fact was, they didn't look at them, look at the stuff clearly. So, uh, they, so you gotta look closely, alright? Biden actually, so when the coffins were loaded in and the vans drive away, he only looked at his watch, alright, look at, you can look at the left, you can look at the right side of the screen of the frame there, the vans pull away and then he, the camera zooms in on him, and they only, he only looks at his watch, alright, like, so, Republicans are always really stupid, and brings me one, and this brings me on to another thing, anti-vaxxers, who are mostly Republicans, which is a good thing, because if they're anti-vaxxers, they're definitely Republicans, right, I don't know if there's any, so you can go check, uh, Google, uh, U.S. states by vaccination or by political party. So you'll see the Democrats or the Blues a lot, all right, a lot, and you'll see the Republicans less. The, the Re Re Democratic states are up, while Republican states are less. That proves how much dumb Republicans are. So Republicans are mostly uh, hogging the southern U.S., the southern U.S., Florida, Texas, Alabama, Georgia. And mostly in the Midwest, uh, the Democrats mostly kind of control the control the uh, the coast, New York, New Jersey, uh, California. I don't know if they control Washington State. If they control Washington State, I would love that. So if you guys would ask me in the U in the U.S., which is the most scenic state, I would say the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. All right. If you don't know what that means, that basically means I'm talking about Oregon and Washington State. Well, because I say Washington State because there's actually two Washingtons, Washington State and Washington D.C. the capital. So yeah, um, Oregon and Washington D.C. on Washington State, they have the best scenery in the world. And and Northern California as well. You got Northern California, you got good shit. So yeah, those two have good, 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 good stuff. All right, I'm telling good stuff. They got. Good scenery, snow-capped mountains, pine forest adorning snow-capped mountains in the background. Too beautiful. Or that is just too, too beautiful. So yeah. Anyway, it's time for some ad break. Hello, everyone. Thank you for what. Thank you for getting this far into the podcast. If you are, please consider following me on Spotify. And if you are, please go to my Instagram. Follow at lrjktmb. No, like lrj underscore ktmb filming. And if you want to be in my podcast, you can feel free to DM me so we can hook up a session with you and we can chat about everything. 
uh, anything. So, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's get back on track. Now let's talk Malaysia now, talk about Malaysian politics, so. About, but, but let's talk about mostly of the, uh, how should I say this, the mostly of the, um, how should I say this, uh, most of the political bickering that has been going on right now. So, the, the, so, you, during the banje, you know, all those criticized, this one person, this one woman, woman, I suppose, went to hosting a freaking banquet when the rakyat are actually flooding, alright? This is dumb. I was like, whoa, 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 wait. Those food, that food on your table there, on the table there, when you're serving to people, we could actually eat that. We could have used that. The rakyat could have used that. Well, I wasn't affected by the flood in any way, but I feel sorry for those people who got affected and may Allah... May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them with uh, savings. And anyway, and then she was she was on, and then she was caught in a viral video where one cameraman uh, actually took a video of her cleaning something. And then they turned to other people videoing her. So they're basically showing, hey, they're just doing this for show, right? They're doing this just for show. They're doing this for show, yeah? But they're not really doing this. And then they, then, then they said... They released a statement saying she was just cleaning bird shit. I'm like, dude, you fucking cleaning bird shit? Well, why? Then why are all the all the people like, you know, videoing you, man? Eh? Videoing. Anyway, it's been 25 minutes. Uh, yeah, I think this is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening this far into podcast. And remember, on 30th of January, 2022, I will be hosting my first ever guest, Lakshman, uh, Dramindran. Uh, on this podcast, stay tuned for that episode, more episodes in general to come, if I can find what the kind of topics I want to talk about, I seriously can't find any topics to talk about, like seriously, what am I going to talk about on the podcast, so, yeah, so yeah, watch out for that episode, and I will see you guys on the next podcast, on the next Steve cast, thank you so much, and goodbye. <laughs>